Hello, my beautiful friend. Welcome back to the Men's Bloom podcast, where we talk real life motherhood struggles and simple steps to a brighter, more abundant life in mind. I'm here to walk with you on this journey to the life you're meant to be living, one full of peace, love, and joy. I'm your host, Brittany Clarkson. Let's make shift happen. I am, oh my goodness, guys. So if you've been listening, following along, I have been going through a depressive episode as it is right now, currently October, um, which is Depression Education and Awareness Month. And uh, I don't know, just did God time this for me? Is it just the thought of depression so much that brought it in? Is it the shift in the weather? Uh, maybe it's just some seasonal affective disorder. The fact that I haven't been getting enough vitamin D, um, it could be a number of things. I don't really know what has caused it. Um, but I've been in a funk and I have been super open and honest about it. And this is the first time that like, I have been in a depressive episode where I am aware it's a depressive episode and it's not accompanied with like consistent sadness and suicidal ideations and all of those things. Like I didn't fully realize I was depressed at first. I just thought that I was, um, just kind of being lazy. Like I thought of myself as being a little bit lazy. I was like, why am I so unmotivated? Why can't I, why, why can't I get off the couch for long periods at a time? Am I getting sick? Um, and then I realized like I was being really irritable, really indecisive. Um, my body just had aches and pains all over the place. So many of those like other symptoms of depression were really, really present. And, you know, I think it's like, if you have five out of nine and I had five out of nine, but the two of, you know, this depressed mood and the sadness and, you know, thoughts of death and suicide, we're not, we're not, haven't really been here. Um, and I really attribute that to the fact that my mindset is in a good place. And I am just so aware that when these thoughts come in that want to tell me like that I'm no good because I've been laying on the couch all day, I know that those thoughts are liars and I know that it's okay to take time for myself. Um, and so I've been really aware of when I'm like medicating and distracting myself from actually doing the things that need to be done. Um, but it's like one of the first times that I've been in a depressive episode like this and have been just honest about it. Like I have rescheduled meetings and recordings of podcast episodes with guests. And I flat out have been telling people like, I'm not making up excuses saying I'm really busy right now. I have a lot going on. I'm not doing that. I'm not playing that game. I'm I'm letting people know, like, I'm actually in a depressive episode right now. And I know that I'm not going to show up to my the best of my abilities at a scheduled time right now. So I don't want to put that on the books yet until I know I'm going to be free and clear of this. Um, and it's been, I think, three weeks now. And we're at the end of it. We're, we're, it's over. It's done. Um, because I decided that and I know that I'm getting to the end of it because I got to a point where I was able to make the conscious decision to say this is rock bottom I'm not available to do this anymore it's time to get back at it Um, so now I'm back to rebuilding my routines my rhythms my habits um, because I took a break from a lot I was doing the bare minimum just floating by as far as housework goes uh, but I did create like a, um, like a weekly rhythm. So I was like, if I'm doing one thing today, today is I'm getting the kitchen under control. If I'm doing one thing today, it's the bathrooms. If I'm doing one thing today, it's all of the laundry. And that made it really easy to like get through it. 
because uh, I was able to do one thing a day. And on the days where I couldn't get off the couch hardly, um, and I've been binge watching Pretty Little Liars, I'll be totally honest about that. Um, I'm on Hulu with ad breaks. So during ad breaks or in between the shows, I would pause it and be like, 15 minutes. I can do 15 minutes of something else and then get back to get back to the TV if that's what I need to do is get back to the couch and just lay down. Um, so I've been battling some screen addiction at the same time as all of this. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it is what it is. And I am just here to be open and authentic. And I think the best way to end stigma is just to talk about it like this is normal and not, you know, reserve a special space for our depression talks um, and not, not, not add to the taboo of it. You know, I think it's really important to just be honest, flat out, this is what it is. Um, and so being that it is Depression Education and Awareness Month, I have been sharing all of, all of like my very top tips that like, just a way to punch depression in the gut, <laughs> like really the hard hitting stuff that is going to help you get through it. And I'm not saying go binge watch every episode um, and do all of the things all of the time. But I would say pick one of these topics, one of these areas of of like growth and life organization and, and start with that. Um, and so throughout this whole month, I've kind of been telling this story of my, how depression has been in my life over the last years about how I have climbed my way out of, you know, just a constant pit of depression, how I started building bridges over the episodes instead of ladders out of them. Um, this one had me down a lot more than most of them have. But keeping the mindset, keeping the grace has really kept me holding on. Um, and I'm just so happy to be here. And today I really want to get into talking about anti-depression foods uh, because your diet matters. We've talked a bit this month about your gut health and how the gut and the mind are connected and one really influences the other. Um, one of the big symptoms of depression that a lot of times people don't realize is one of them is um, digestive issues. And they're just, they are connected. Like there's some direct nerve in there um, that goes straight from the gut to the brain. And so the foods you're eating are, are feeding your brain. Like you are what you eat. If you're eating crap foods, um, you're going to feel like crap. Absolutely. If you're eating super foods, you might feel really super. Uh, but part of this is like, to me, there's such a delicate balance of how, what you eat can affect your mental health. Because yes, the actual nutrients and the vitamins that are in the food are going to affect your mental health, but how you personally feel about that food is going to affect it too. Um, so yeah, let's dig into this. Food is medicine. Okay. So be wise with how you use it. Uh, you know, it's really important to take the right prescription when it comes to medicine. And I'm not saying some foods are just going to flat out be dangerous for you. Um, no, but first off, <clears throat> I don't want to subscribe to the theory that we shouldn't reward ourselves with food. Food is vital. Food is life. And I was just thinking about this today. Like so many cultures over all of the history of time have celebrated with food. And you hear a lot in modern day society where they're like, don't use food as a reward. Um, you know, don't reward, don't reward yourself with a food-based item. And I just call crap on that. I think it's really great to reward yourself with food. I think food is the best way to celebrate something. Um, <clears throat> but what I 
Um, yeah. So yeah, for years, for centuries, millennia, people have celebrated with food. Every family gathering centers around food. Every holiday so focused on food. Every party, food is important. Okay. I mean, we do cake to celebrate, right? Because food is, it's, it's life. It's sustainable. It is savory. It should be enjoyed. Um, don't discount the power of good food. And I really want you to like enjoy when you're eating. Um, where I do believe it becomes dangerous is when we decide to withhold food because we don't feel like we deserve the reward. That's not okay. I think, yes, always celebrate with food, but don't say I'm unworthy of a celebration, so I'm not going to have that treat. Mm -mm, you get the treat either way. That is how you win at this. That is how we we win at life, really. Um, celebrate the failures and the losses and the endings because every ending is some other, or every beginning is some other beginning's end, right? Um, that's how that goes. An ending is just a beginning. Um, a loss or a failure, it's, it's a lesson to learn always. Like there's something you can learn from it. So celebrate what you've learned. Celebrate the new beginning. Celebrate that you made it through. If you went through a hard thing and you feel like you failed at it, it doesn't matter. You did the thing. Celebrate that. Celebrate either way. Okay. Because it is mentally bad for you. And it is like, you know, the source of a lot of eating disorders when we see food as a reward and we decide we're unworthy of the reward. See food as a reward and always say yes to it. Always accept the reward of food. Okay. Um, <clears throat> never withhold food from yourself because you feel unworthy of it. That's not okay. It is the medicine that holds what you need to heal and grow and keep on going. Um, there's loads of supplements and vitamins that benefit your mental health. Uh, and it can be really overwhelming. It can. when you, If you think you need to go start and research all of this, it can get really overwhelming. And I want to remove the overwhelm from you completely today uh, because that isn't helpful for your mental health to go ahead and overwhelm yourself with a whole new challenge. Um, I don't think that is really helpful at all. But when we're looking at diets per se, um, the Mediterranean diet is one of like the top ranked for um, for mental health purposes. Like depression rates significantly decrease in those who um, subscribe to the Mediterranean diet, who participate in that. Um, we want to think foods that are rich in vitamin B, vitamin D, vitamin E, magnesium, calcium, beta carotene, um, these things are really helpful, beneficial to your mental health. Um, <clears throat> but it can get super overwhelming to start this journey of healthy healing with food. And there's a lot of information out there. And I don't want you to feel like you need to go soak it all up before you can start taking action. Today, I'm going to give you some actions to take. Just write out today. You don't need to go do your research. Um, we're not going to get into all the controversies of things because... It, it'll make your head spin. It'll nobody 100% agrees. Okay. That is a fact. All right. But, uh, these steps for, uh, for food, for healing are simple. I'm just going to give you two of them. Just two, two steps here. Okay. Number one, we're going to cut out the crap. And then number two, we're going to add in some good stuff. 
Uh, so don't get caught up in all the details and the controversial debates about what's best. Eat what makes you feel good on the inside. That's it. And I'm sharing with you a few of the popular palatable foods that have already been proven to help heal depression from the gut on. Uh, so before adding anything, try to limit the things that clog you up. All right. I know for a fact there's always foods that you can feel like you just feel yucky after eating them. Not because you feel bad because society says this is a bad for you food, but you feel bad like it's screwing with your digestive system. You know that it is not being physically processed properly. Those kinds of foods you want to try to avoid as much as possible. And the best way to help avoid that is to find a healthier replacement. Because I know a lot of times these are comfort foods, um, you know, something like ice cream. And if you're lactose intolerant, it doesn't make you feel good. Find something that, that you know, and I'm not saying go find a dairy-free ice cream because they don't always taste as good. And I get that. I definitely get that. I've had to go dairy-free multiple times and I am not a dairy-free type of person. Um, but yes, I definitely get, you can't just find a one-for-one -one replacement. But if I'm craving ice cream, sometimes I think about the flavor that I want of ice cream and I just go have that without the ice cream. Um, like sometimes like a banana with chocolate and caramel because I'm really craving like the chocolatey caramel or even just a chocolate that's like filled with caramel. Um, like what is it? Like there's an endangered species brand of salted caramel chocolates um, or the Ghirardelli ones. Hits the spot. All right, exactly what I'm looking for with ice cream, but it's not gonna give me that not good for me feeling, you know? So find something you can swap that feels better to eat. Uh, so that you're not just constantly saying no to all your comfort foods because that's not good for your mental health either. Um, like, I don't care if you're eating convenience foods or processed foods, white flour, sugars, eggs, whatever. There's always going to be a group of people who claim that like, that's the worst food you can eat, never touch it. And I'm not here to do that to you. I'm not here to give you guilt over whatever your favorite food is. Um, <clears throat> but I do want you to eat food that makes you feel good um, physically, emotionally, and mentally. Uh, but number one priority when choosing food that feel good is physical. You know, if it's screwing you up physically, try cutting it out. But we also don't want to fully replace with only foods that are good for you physically, but like mentally and emotionally, they just leave you feeling empty. Um, you know, like you can't trade ice cream for kale. It's not going to feel good. <laughs> we're not, we're not here to try to do that. Um, so just pay attention to your body. And eat what feels like it's fueling you instead of eating what feels like it's damaging you. Um, that is a good rule of thumb. I meant to look into it. I think that's intuitive eating to me. That feels like intuitive eating. I don't know what technically intuitive eating is, but I think that's it. Um, that's something I ought to look into and chat with you guys about in the future. But for the most part, I have found that keeping a strict diet, like trying to go full Mediterranean, trying to go full paleo, um, whatever, I have found that trying to keep a strict diet is always counterproductive to mental health healing. Adding a new challenge into your life, something um, that can potentially make you feel bad if you miss the mark, uh, it's not helpful for someone who's already struggling with their self-worth and their motivation to do just daily life. We are not here to do that today. Um, so here I'm going to give you some ideas of things you can add in uh, to help heal mental health just by choosing different types of foods. All right, there is a huge list, um, huge list of foods. And I'm gonna link below um, a few resources 
that have different lists of types of foods to eat. Um, the things you really want to be looking for are like proteins, complex carbs, um, things that are rich in folic acid and folate, things that are rich in vitamin D, things that are rich in magnesium. Magnesium helps you sleep. It helps your body feel good. It helps your muscles. Uh, if you're having muscle aches and pains because of your depression, magnesium totally helps it. Um, so eating food that has that in it really can be beneficial. Whole fat milks or whole fat dairy is really good for your mental health, actually. Um, so here I want to give you, I'm just going to give you like basically three days worth of meal ideas. And there is going to be a download for you that has a full week meal plan already done. Uh, and a list of some of like the top ranked foods. So draw from this list. Don't, don't just match it. If the foods aren't going to feel good for you or taste good for you. Um, but play with the ideas. Uh, anyways, have I said uh, enough? Okay. So breakfast ideas, three of my top favorite breakfast ideas here are oatmeal with brown sugar and then vanilla yogurt with a dash of pumpkin pie spice on top. This is super easy to put prayer. And it, it marks off some of the different uh, categories. It's just become one of my favorite like comfort breakfasts because eating breakfast is hard for me. It has to taste good with my coffee um, and it has to be really simple to prepare. Uh, also, you can always do a plate of bananas, sliced banana and berries, and then top it with honey and peanut butter drizzle. Super simple, super easy, um, very sweet and rich tasting. Or you can always do a breakfast smoothie with spinach, bananas, oatmeal, peanut butter, and yogurt. Um, and then like some milk of choice to, what is it, to um, to dilute it, to, to fix the texture, <laughs> to make it smoothie texture. Um, otherwise, you're kind of making ice cream, basically. This is a few of my favorite lunch ideas. Do a spinach salad that is topped with fruits and nuts and a vinaigrette dressing. Um, avocados are always good to add to that too, the healthy fats of avocados. I like to do um, like spinach salad. You could do either like oranges or apples or strawberries on it. And then nuts, you can do like walnuts or seeds, sunflower seeds on it, chia seeds, whatever. Those things are all really good, really beneficial. Um, a charcuterie plate. This is my number one favorite go-to. And basically I just make a plate that has whole grain crackers, berries, fruits, um, maybe a little bit of meat, like some chicken, and then like a, like a dip. I always make a dip. Um, sometimes I really like to like a mango and balsamic vinegar mix, or I just buy dips from the deli that sound really good. Um, and add cheese to it. Always add cheese, of course. Um, or you can do a chicken wrap with spinach and avocado and cheese in like a whole grain tortilla. Whole grain is really important um, versus like just the white flour, like the enriched flour or whatever. Uh, I don't remember exactly why. Whole grain has something in it that's good for your mental health. I don't remember the vitamins and whatnot. But anyways, a couple dinner items that are my favorite dinner options. Baked chicken or you can fry it, but I usually bake it just because it's low maintenance to bake chicken. Just some chicken breast with um, apricot jam, apricots are good for your mental health, rice and broccoli, broccoli is good for it. Or you can do Brussels sprouts, but I always prefer broccoli over Brussels sprouts. Um, green food, green veggies, really good for your mental health. Peppers are good for your mental health too. Um, don't be afraid to add, the, 
to like mix your veggies. Um, I almost said mushrooms. I don't remember seeing mushrooms on my list, but they probably are good. I don't know. Um, or do a salmon teriyaki bowl. Okay, so we bake some salmon with a little bit of teriyaki sauce on top, serve it over rice with pineapples, avocado, cream cheese, and spicy mayo. If you like um, spicy salmon rolls, this will hit exactly the right spot. Um, things like the avocado, the rice, the salmon is really good for your mental health. Cream cheese is good for your mental health. Um, or we do a ground beef cabbage carrot stir fry, shave the carrots, cut up the cabbage. You can just buy like, or even you can do broccoli slaw or coleslaw mix. Um, get like the shredded veggie mix, just one big bag of that. Get a pound of ground beef, brown the beef, add the cabbage, top it with soy sauce, serve it over rice. Super easy to make, which is good for your mental health to not spend too much energy in the kitchen. Um, and it checks so many of the boxes using lean beef. Um, yes. And then three of my favorite snacks is fruit and yogurt, berries and nuts. I call that a bear snack, berries and nuts, because I always think of, like, if I was a bear foraging in the forest, I'd be eating berries and nuts. Um, or dark chocolate, dark chocolate, rich in antioxidants, uh, blueberries, really good. Um, and that right there is three options for each meal. You could get through three days, rotate it over and over and over again, if these foods sound appealing and good, um, and then play with it. Uh, but there is a download link in the link below where you can get that. And um, let me also read for you the list. I just straight up made a list here of foods that are good. And I will just rattle that off and whatever sticks out to you is like, oh, I love that food, eat more of it. Uh, but a well-balanced diet is always super important. But these foods are all on the list according to WebMD and um, I think it was breviedepression.com. Uh, but anyways, I was looking at a few different like health websites this morning to refresh myself to make sure it was it was a correct list. Um, but the list I put together includes beans, peas, lean meats, uh, whole fat dairy, fish, yogurts, cheeses, legumes, nuts, fruits, dark leaf veggies, um, seeds, seafoods, whole grains, which include bread, pasta, rice, and oats, flax seeds, chia seeds, apricots, peaches, broccoli, cantaloupe, carrots, collards, pumpkin, spinach, sweet potatoes, blueberries, grapefruit, kiwi, oranges, peppers, potatoes, berries, tomatoes, avocado, eggs, cabbage, um, dark chocolate, ginger, and also caffeine. Coffee and tea and caffeine is good for depression, not good for anxiety. Um, so that's kind of where the catch 22 with that one lies, why that's uh, it's on some lists for mental health and some lists not, because <laughs> it's not good for anxiety to overdo it on caffeine, but it is good on depression because um, it gives you that pick me up, right? Um, green tea is good for, for all the things. Green tea is good for you, drink green tea. Um, anyways, that is, that is it for the day. Um, get that free download and check out the whole week meal plan that I made for you. And it comes with also a printable template so that you can just flat out make your own, uh, change it, play with it, do whatever. Uh, and also one last thing, I don't know why I did that. That was a weird little body movement for those watching this on YouTube, weird body movement. Um, anyways, I do have the epic sale still happening. 
um, which I am talking about big time ridiculous savings on the Teachable platform and in the Etsy shop. Etsy is uh, meant to bloom.etsy.com. And I believe there's only like a few options, like seven things left over there, but it's all 50 to 75% off, which includes printable affirmation cards, the guide to your mom's sanity. And there's one variation of the self-dated planner. And this is a physical planner. Everything else is printable. There is one physical planner in there that is available till gone. I made the mistake. It is self-dated. There are no dates within the planner, but I made the mistake of putting the year 2022 on the front in small font. Uh, so those are on clearance until they are gone because I ordered too many on hand and never, never marketed them. <laughs> Anyways, um, and on Teachable, both of my signature courses and all of the downloads are for sale or on sale. Um, so on Teachable, both of the signature courses, the Unblock Your Joy and Love Your Home, were both previously priced at $188 and they're yours now for just one payment of $33. Um, or you can snag all of the current courses and downloads that are on the Teachable platform by purchasing the Happy Mom Method, which was $222, and it is right now $79. Um, and this program includes Unblock Your Joy, Love Your Home, the Happy Mom Brain Workbook printable option, the Mindset Realign, and all of the downloads that are currently in the Blossom Academy Teachable School. And this sale is um, coming to an end soon eventually um and access to all of these courses and downloads are going to be put on hold and unavailable um some of these downloads will disappear forever uh on november 11th um and then it's all shutting down taking a break and i am changing up how the courses are because i am switching platforms and saving money so that i can pass savings on to you um anyways my friend i love you so much thank you for being here please remember to subscribe on spotify and write a review on Apple. Those things would really very greatly help me out. Thank you so much, my friend. I love you. Goodbye. Till next time.